Good day to you, friends and listeners. My name is Jenica, and we today get to talk with the lovely Stephanie Canales with Cougar Drilling Solutions. How are you doing today, Stephanie? I'm doing fabulous, Jenica. How are you? Oh, just wonderfully. Uh, I know that we got to, to talk just a little bit before starting to record, and uh, love to mention how thankful that I am for the oil and gas industry right now, staying warm inside. Absolutely. I know it's something um, we definitely can't take for granted. It's a a little luxury and I'm glad everyone who has the ability to take advantage of that can do so and stay warm and toasty at home. Oh, definitely. And you you probably have some really unique insight into what's been going on in the industry during this time working with Cougar Drilling Solutions. Would you like to tell everyone a little bit about what it is that you do? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I've been with Cougar Drilling. Um, I just actually hit my one-year anniversary uh, this week. And, um, you know, when I, did, I took on my position with Cougar, um, I wanted to, to learn a more technical side of the drilling business and oil and gas uh, downhole drilling tools. So this really just seemed like the perfect fit. And really, it's it's been really exciting um, I've learned a lot of uh, new technical aspects of drilling, and it's just opened my eyes to um, how far drilling technology has come and how efficient our industry is in doing more with less. So it's been great being with Cougar. I've got a fantastic team with me, and um, I'm just thankful that I'm here for the ride. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure that they are, too. It was such a rough time. It's probably very nice to have such brilliant minds on the team. I hear that uh, you've got a bit of experience even before coming to to Cougar. Uh, But Cougar, it looks to me like you guys pretty much take care of it all uh, from the drilling itself to the data collection, the implementation and utilizing of the data after the fact and then uh, making the bits and everything else, you know, for other other companies to use. Am I my bot right on with that or yeah for sure um you know drill, cougar drilling is is an international company and there's many different arms that you know we delve into as far as um, drilling tools but in in the u.s north america we're uh, rental tools so we've got shocks jars mechanical thrusters roller reamers um so we offer a lot of tools that really help to mitigate shock and vibration um, related damages to uh, the downhole BHA uh, drill string apparatus. So it's it's great. I, I'm happy that I've got an opportunity to learn more about the business and, and be with Cougar. Um, they've been around for 50 years. So fantastic company, great people, um, great tools. And yeah, it's, it's been a great ride so far. And a year in, I, I just couldn't speak more highly of the company. Well, first of all, congratulations and happy anniversary. Thank you very that much. Is, that is definitely due. Um, we made it. <laughs> yes. Hopefully, hopefully, and now we'll we'll be sailing on to brighter days ahead, hopefully. Um, of course. <laughs> but in this last year, I mean, I can't possibly think of a more tumultuous time to be stepping into that that portion of the industry. What was what was your experience from beginning to now? I mean, where did you see yourself in the beginning? That had to have been terrifying, right? All, all, all of everything kind of going yeah, nuts. Are, are, are you referring to just, you know, yeah, because when I started a year ago um, in Colorado, at least about a week after I, I made the official announcement was was lockdown. So 
um, things were changing rapidly and, you know, like everybody else, just trying to kind of keep pace with, with all of the changes and, you know, seeing a lot of the rigs and the people that I had traditionally worked with throughout the Rockies, um, evaporate very quickly. So it was a very uncertain time and, um, really just kind of had to shake and move and kind of keep up with all the different changes and as things consolidated, you know, I just looked for ways to, to, to keep useful and expand my knowledge as quickly as possible to try to add value to the company. And I can definitely say, you know, a year later, um, I, I, I would say not to try to stress too much about some of the small stuff now looking back. But at the same time, I think um, kind of going through that obviously makes you a little bit tougher. And I, I don't just speak for myself. I think a lot of people can agree with that sentiment. It's just, uh, you know, you just got to go through these hard times and you learn a lot through the process. So um, where I'm at now, um, you know, in a good position and I think I've learned a lot and I think the company is well positioned. So um, it was scary at first, but, you know, now that things seem a bit more stable, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of creative juices that flow in the last year and now's the time to kind of capitalize that moving forward. Yeah. So do you have uh, any big ideas or projects that uh, Cougar Drilling is going to be looking to kind of move forward with right now? Yeah, no, there's a lot of exciting things that that Cougar has on the horizon. Um, we're really kind of buffering, buffering up our, our marketing campaign on that side. So we're going to roll that out soon. And then I won't kind of take away the thunder from that. But uh, stay tuned. Cougar's definitely got some things uh, shortly on the radar to, to roll out with. So it'll be exciting. Ooh. I can't wait to share that when it comes out. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we'll have to uh, get a statement from you or something then uh, so we can let everyone on the crew life know about it as well. Although I'm sure Jason Spies is going to be <laughs> well in the know as far as that goes. He keeps, I, I don't even know how he keeps track of so many things. He's, He's on done. it. Yes, yeah, he is. I'm, I'm pretty thankful for, for the opportunity, actually, because uh, I, I previously I've been working on a radio station. So this is this has been very fun for me to be able to get uh, my own kind of in-depth look into the industry. And I, I probably would not have gotten such a good view had it not been for the opportunity from Jason. Um, with Have you gotten any kind of neat opportunities presented to you in the last year? You know, it's funny you ask that because, you know, when I started with Cougar, um, I was really just, I was so focused on, on just learning the business and I did. Um, but it's funny how different opportunities arise when, you know, you are under pressure. Um, I, I would say, well, one thing I've been involved with for at least the last couple of years, since 2017, um, I've been with an organization called DEPA. Um, which I'm not sure many people know of, but it stands for the Domestic Energy Producers Alliance. And um, this was founded by Chairman Harold Hamm, which many people might know is of Continental Resources. Um, so DEPA represents a bunch of small producers and service providers. And uh, I've been on, you know, a board member for quite a few years. And then this year, uh, recently promoted to board director. Oh, wow. So I've been serving on the membership committee, which really kind of um, was easy for me to jump into with my business development background. So um, attracting and retaining members, 
Uh, and then I've recently jumped into the ESG committee. And I wanted to be a part of the ESG committee really to more learn about um, a lot of ESG topics. You know, it's kind of a trending thing right now. A lot of investors and companies are looking into adopting ESG as part of, you know, their their business plans moving forward. So it's just something I wanted to, um, I was curious about and I wanted to learn more of. So um, DEPA has been a really great platform to kind of just learn more about oil and gas on a different side of things. So that's been really great to be a part of. Um, and also more recently, um, the Department of Energy approached me and um, Director James Campos um, asked if I would be an ambassador uh, representing the Rockies and Millennial Group. Um, and really, uh, this this whole organization of, you know, the equity and energy program that Director Campos developed, um, we're trying to bring awareness to, you know, the seven different pillars uh, of STEM enhancement, technical assistant, workforce development, energy affordability, and supplier diversity. And so there's a bunch of different amb ambassadors. Um, I'm one of them. And we're just kind of acting to serve as megaphones to help amplify these different pillars, you know, to the public and to women, minorities, people of different backgrounds. So, you know, in the past year, there have been a lot of exciting things, you know, learning about downhole drilling tools with Cougar, um, getting more involved with DEPA and, um, you know, learning about ESG and just meeting different people within the industry through the membership committee. And then also with the Department of Energy's equity and energy program, which is you know, really important for, you know, our future and the workforce pipeline that we need to create um, for future generations of people working in the energy industry. Wow, that is that is so much. Congratulations. Yeah, <laughs> that is amazing, though. That's really cool. So as an ambassador, you're working directly with the Department of Energy, right? Yeah, yeah. That so is... there's a lot of different people involved. But, um, you know, that's what's actually so wonderful about it is, is the exposure to meet uh, people from different energy backgrounds, from different um, levels of organizations, um, people in government. You know, I've worked for for small uh, private companies, you know, my entire career. So it's great to be able to collaborate with people on the government side and to learn more about, you know, how we can kind of bridge our talents and help more people get into energy. Um, because, you know, it's a national security issue to, you know, be energy independent and have people competent and qualified to be able to carry out the jobs, you know, in the U.S. So it's really okay. important. And I'm just I'm tickled to be a part of it. Oh, absolutely. That's got to be incredibly exciting. What, what do you what do you get to feel then? Um, just just based off of what you've kind of learned about it so far? What's the, the kind of feeling that you get from up on the hill in regards to where the oil and gas industry is going to go from here? Because they've already taken away our independence as at this moment in time. Do you think that maybe recent events might might change the tone so that we can move forward with a little bit more balance? Or how do you think that's going to play out? Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely, um, I see those sentiments everywhere. And I think that, you know, no matter what, there's a lot of challenges. Um, there always has been and there continue, there will always be those challenges ahead. And as Harold Ham has said in a couple of our internal meetings with DEPA, he says, you know, the, the bad times never last. 
And that's something I have always taken away that, that he's mentioned quite a few times. And, you know, he leaves us feeling more optimistic about the industry ahead. So, you know, while we have some challenges to deal with, I think that, um, you know, you haven't really been in oil and gas until you've, you know, gone through, you know, a little rough patch. So I think it kind of makes you, it makes you tough. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not fun to go through, but you definitely evolve and you go through growth periods. And um, with some of the recent um, things happening in Washington and around us, uh, it's definitely posing challenges. But I think, you know, nobody is more capable than the oil and gas industry to rise to that challenge and innovate once again. I mean, that's what we're really good at doing. So um, I'm really proud to be a part of this industry because, you know, you throw us, uh, you throw us a curveball, we'll find a way to to give you a home run. I don't think that anyone could ever make the mistake of saying that any of the oil field men and women uh, are are anything but total pillars of strength. It's not an easy industry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it definitely uh, it makes you a little tough. But, you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. And I, I think a lot of other folks would agree. Oh, I'm sure of it. Um, I was curious if if you are interested in talking about those pillars. I know that uh, you'd said that one of the motivations was to help try and uh, educate people or let them know about these different various pillars. Would you mind going back over those a little bit so that we could hear? Of course. A little bit more? Yeah, thanks. Yeah, no, one of them, um, one that I would want to touch on and I think it's really important is, is STEM enhancement. Um, I, I don't have the exact figures off the top of my head, but you know, the number of women getting into STEM programs has, has increased, but not by very much. And so, you know, as, as we kind of evolve in our workforce, you know, women are becoming um, more prevalent and in different roles and in all fields of energy you know, it's important that we really highlight STEM enhancement as as an option for, for women to kind of get more interested in. Um, so, you know, I want to just say we have 17 national labs across the U.S. And I'm not sure, you know, how known that is to a lot of people. Um, I know I, I've in Colorado and Golden, we have NREL, the National Renewable Energy Laboratory. Um, and, you know, before pre-pandemic days, you know, they would have these open days where people can go and um, like kind of like student workforce shadowing days. And people could learn more about, you know, the inner workings of what happens there. And that's just one lab amongst many across the U.S. And I think if we can... Um, you know, just bring more awareness and the interest and access to these different entities across the U.S., um, you know, we can really buffer up people to get interested in different STEM programs that can help people get jobs at these different labs or in different sectors of the energy industry, whether it's oil and gas, whether it's geothermal, um, you know, whatever industry pertaining to, you know, energy fields. So, STEM enhancement is is one thing I think that within the seven pillars uh, is really important for us as ambassadors to really be a megaphone um, to get more people interested in. 
And I actually had noticed that there's been a lot more talk about uh, STEM programs, at least in the Midwest here, in the, you know, in the last couple of years. Um, I, even when I was on the radio, there was a day that I would, you know, dedicate toward advancements in, in different parts of technology or, or mathematics or engineering, right? Because there's always so much going on. But uh, I looked at the statistic, 28% of the workforce is all that women make up in, uh, in yes. the STEM area. So, yeah, th- th- there is a, a vast difference in number of men versus women. When we're thinking about women in the oil field industry, though, um, well, I, I actually, you know, there's probably even some people, I hate to say it, that don't much even think of it. Um, my grandfather is 95 years old, for example, and he was <laughs> shocked to find out that there was, you know, women out working in the fields. <laughs> yeah, boy, have the times changed, you know. Yeah. Um, it's funny because you're right. Yeah, the the STEM, the w- women in STEM programs is quite low, and and then as far as just women in you know oil and gas, I mean, there's there's not very many, and so a lot of people are kind of shocked when you know they see a woman rolling up to a location and she hops out with her hard hat and her steel toed boots, and um, you know that's just this changing times. And I think more women are seeing other women in this industry and it's kind of just breaking down the traditional mindset of like, well, you know, maybe that's a job I can do. And there's different jobs available for women in all sorts of different capacities within oil and gas, you know, and if it's not in STEM, it's, it's definitely in, in other areas, um, you know, like myself in sales and business development, you know, I never thought, for one, I would ever be in oil and gas and two in a sales role. Um, but now that I'm in it, you know, this is something I really enjoy and I definitely see as, you know, a lifelong career path. So um, I guess, you know, if you want to do it, you know, we can definitely help make it happen. And, and there's other women and great mentors out there that can help kind of carve and show the path forward. Uh, it, actually, you know, and of any of the women that I've heard working in the industry, the ones that go for it, they they really uh, kind of, from what I understand, they show them what it means to be a woman working their butt off. So it's 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 not as uncommon as some people might think. And I think that it would be it would be kind of interesting if more ladies were to look into the different roles and positions throughout the industry, because like you said, not all of it's even having to do with manual labor. Sometimes it's yeah, you know, being being a a megaphone for what pillars the company or the industry does stand for sometimes that is an incredibly important role absolutely yeah there's a lot of different areas that that women can contribute and i really think that adds significant value in the energy field just to have women's thoughts perspectives educational backgrounds you know personal life backgrounds involved in in just you know oil and gas or whatever energy industry field it might be so yeah i i couldn't agree more that is so neat. I um, yeah. I guess I I kind of wanted to ask you, and I'm trying to figure out how to work it in there. I I'd heard that uh, you are also looking to connect with youth, so it's not just connecting with people and kind of educating and and letting them know about what's actually happening in the industry. But I had heard that you are also looking towards connecting with youth. What what kind of projects? What do you what have you got going on in that area? terrible segue but (laughs) yeah no 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 let's just jump right into it um i mean it really does kind of wrap into you know the department of energy's goals 
in, you know, their equity and energy, trying to reach people of different backgrounds, women and such and so forth, you know, but where we're really going to be able to reach people is when they're youth, when they're children, you know, we want to start creating this um, awareness at a very young age. And, you know, there's a lot of ways we can do this. Um, there's a lot of collaborating um, labs across the U.S. that, you know, have these student internship days, you know. So um, I, as I'm newer to as an ambassador, I, I need to learn more about how this actually plays out. But um, these are things that that were going on for quite a long time. And I know that they want to continue. Um, these days they are more virtual because of um, uh, COVID and all, but um, hopefully eventually we get back to where we can have more of these student internship days where we can get, you know, younger people involved in, in going to these labs and, and checking them out and kind of seeing what happens and the inner workings of, of what plays out day to day. Um, so I encourage everyone to actually go check out, you know, the Department of Energy's website, um, and to check out these labs too, because they're really quite fascinating and we should, um, be able to highlight those to people and, you know, gain more exposure to the younger crowd and, and have them interested in, in what we have available. Oh, absolutely. So many different facets to look into. Absolutely. Well, I guess, is there Anything else that you think that people would really like to or should know about that's been going on or that you've got coming up? Anything that you would be excited to share? Um, yeah, actually, you know, I just want to encourage people to, you know, again, check out the Department of Energy's website. Um, check out our national labs. Um, DEPA, as far as DEPA is concerned, you know, we are doing webinars. In fact, it's something we started back in the summer. Uh, if anybody's interested to kind of just learn a little bit more about oil and gas and the inner workings of, you know, things that we have going on in the future, you know, we've had some great guests in the past and, you know, now moving forward, we're having these monthly chats with the CEO of DEPA, Jerry Simmons. And um, I'm actually going to be on next month. So if anyone's nice. interested, uh, yeah, we'll be on next month. We have the videos featured on YouTube. Um, but yeah, we've got great things. Cougar's got some exciting things rolling out. Depa's got some great things um, just to kind of keep the public informed of all the things going on in the oil and gas world. And then the Department of Energy. Um, there's just there's so much there's bountiful information available to people. And we want to just share that so that people have those resources uh, to be able to take advantage of what's available and learn more and get into a fantastic industry, you know, energy, oil and gas, whatever you have an interest in. I mean, there's something for everybody. So I encourage everybody to check that out. Oh, absolutely. And if and if if you have any questions as to how how vast the industry can be, even just taking a look at the Cougar Drilling Solutions website, I was pretty darn impressed. It looked like you've got like geoengineers and stuff that you've got. To have there's I mean geothermal drilling, and then there's this, the the uh, reading the energies and the plates and stuff. I mean, gosh, no, it's exciting. I mean, Cougars um, Cougars involved with a lot of different drilling capacities. And I think one really exciting part of that is geothermal drilling. And um, again, that really just highlights the innovation of oil and gas and how we're able to apply our technology um, and, and talent of, you know, the people working in oil and gas into just, you know, mainstream energy. 
So um, yeah, it's pretty exciting. And um, I'm happy to be at the center of it and help kind of highlight, you know, what there is available for people to, you know, become interested in. Sounds like you are a wonderful woman for that job. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and busy, <laughs> but I love I it. Can I can only imagine. <laughs> well, even being busy, I really do appreciate the time that you took to talk with me about it today. I Gosh, there was so much. You are, I can only imagine how busy you are, involved in so much. That's incredible. But you know, I love it though. And um, I think I, I do it because it's it's interesting and it's exciting. And, you know, obviously if, if, if I can get interested in it, um, I, I want to help someone else become interested and, and find a really great fulfilling career path. And that's, I guess that's my goal is to just kind of help highlight those facets. And really, if anyone can, anyone can do it, you know, we have the tools to be able to help. Absolutely. That's wonderful. Love the tenacity. Love the brilliance. (laughs) The drive is awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today, Stephanie. I very much appreciate it. Of course, Jenica, anytime. And um, yeah, I think we could have definitely segmented it a whole hour, but we'll just have more to chat about next time. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. And if you have any fun, fun projects or anything that you want to get out there, just let me know. I will. That sounds wonderful. Again, thanks so much, Jenica. Thank you. Have a wonderful rest of your day. You too. Take care. All right, my friends, that was Stephanie Canales with Cougar Drilling Solutions. And what a brilliant mind. I hope you enjoyed all of the information that she just laid out for us. If you want more information, as she had said, make sure to go check out that Department of Energy website. Um, There will be links in the show notes. And if you like what you heard, you can find more great content across the rest of the crudelife.com.